For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is the Adam Gold Show. V to the Victoria. She is on the ones and twos today. I'm trying to get the, uh, what, what's what's the song? Uh, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Because I'm having a good time. <laughs> so sorry. See, this, this is a side of you I didn't expect. I didn't expect you reveling in someone else's failure. Oh, my failure. goodness. Hey, he's totally fine. He's sitting pretty on 40 yeah, mil. Like, yeah, he's right. good. He's good. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. The only daily NFL podcast for you out there is the Pick 6 podcast. He is the moderator. And even when Matt Rule gets got, Will has to do an emergency podcast. So I can't wait to hear it. Um It'll probably I, sound a lot like the next few minutes. <laughs> well, look, look I, we've, we've I talked. If I were you, if I would bother listening, but I appreciate no, it. No, that's fine. I, I always, I always check you guys out, uh, if for no other reason to hear uh, my friend uh, Ryan Wilson and John Breach. Um, the, I actually feel I'm happy for Matt Rule. Is that a fair way of looking at this? I'm legitimately happy for him. He was not cut out for this. Wasn't his fault. He got hired. And he's got $40 million guaranteed coming his way. Now, maybe not all of it from the Panthers, because if he gets a college job, uh, some of it will get absorbed there. But he knows over the next five years, he's got $40 million coming to him. So I'm Team Matt Rule here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not upset. I'm not, yeah, I guess I'm happy for Matt Rule. Um, I am. I am happy. I, I don't Why would you want to be the head coach of this anymore? I mean, it, I guess I don't really, I haven't really thought about being happy for Matt Rule. I would say that Matt Rule, uh, compared to Matt Rule's stress level on Monday afternoon versus Sunday afternoon, is probably a lot, lot lower. That's how, that's how I'd, I'd phrase it. He's, he's got $40 million in the bank. He is no longer in charge of the worst team in professional football. Right. He is, um, can, can basically take any college job he wants if they're interested in him. And I think right. he will be, and there's still like, he got fired early enough where there still is interest in him as a college coach because he can program build in college the way that he can't exactly do in, in the NFL. Cause you can't just go and get it. You can't go and recruit a quarterback. Right. Um, you know, I, I and he's out. Of, he's, he doesn't have to like go through this for the rest of the year. Like this, to seeing this, seeing the season to its conclusion with this team, the way they played, would have been seriously unfun. And so, in, yeah, that's that's would have been. We only had five games of it, and that was the least fun I have ever had watching football, except for the twenty twenty one Panthers. No. No, they got worse. They they were this team. This team was less fun to watch than last year's team. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I agree. That's a lot. (laughs) lot. It is. I don't. Uh, This team got worse under Matt Rule. All the quarterbacks that he got, they were worse. They were better in their previous spots. Teddy Bridgewater was better in New Orleans than he was here. Darnold was better in in the the Jets. I, I said this last year, Mike. Sam Darnold with the Jets, if it wasn't wasn't for injuries and a complete lack of an offensive line, showed occasional showed promise. 
He only showed that for three day three games here, and they yeah. were against three of the worst teams in the league. They, they, yeah. they just I weren't mean, good. Look, look, the, the Panthers are a bad football team. I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's a good job. No, no, it's uh, not. They have the they have the bones of a good defense, but if they get the number <sighs> one pick overall pick, and if there are quarterbacks, and if they can correctly evaluate which quarterback should go number one overall, then it's probably a pretty good job. If I don't even know about that. I, well, I is mean, there, is there like, a quarterback? Andrew Quanu had a really good game, I think, yesterday against uh, like a, great, like a really high-graded PFF grade, too, um, so it checks out. C.J. Stroud, but, is that your guy? Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who the – yeah. I don't know I the don't answer know. to that. Know. It's too early to – I don't, I don't love – it's really to tell for sure, but there's definitely going to be quarterbacks. Like people love Will Leary. People love the. Is it the Richardson kid in Florida? No, I, I don't him. think they love him. Oh, they don't. I, I I don't I don't know. Do, do they love really love Richardson? I he, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know that, that there are any. The point being is like you have you have a promising young defense. You have some semblance of an offensive line cobbled together. You have DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey under contract for at least you know the the short period of time when you draft this quarterback. If you get the quarterback position right, this can be a decent job. And you know it's it's but it's all about that quarterback position because they haven't yeah. been able to get it. And they've been the last look. They've been they pay overpaid for Teddy Bridgewater in free agency, and then cut him after one year. And then they were the last team in the game of musical chairs for a quarterback. I got Sam Darnold, whatever paid for him. Yeah. And then they were the last team in the musical chairs and they got Baker Mayfield. And they were in a, in a, in a, in a P contest with Baker Mayfield about with like specifically Baker about like whether he even wanted to come to Carolina or if they, like they didn't even want each other. And then they finally <laughs> were like, okay, there's no one else who will take Baker and we right. need another quarterback because all we have is Darnold. Let's trade for him. Like the, the process for which they have, you use to get to these quarterbacks hasn't been good and it's shown up on the field even if like the, the results aren't there the process in there and so I, I think i have a hard time like for instance sean payton is being lobbied bandied about as a possibility here one i don't think the saints will trade him in the division and two right. i don't know why sean payton would want to work for david tepper who has proven at least through the early portion of his run as owner, to be extremely meddlesome and basically Jimmy Haslam 2.0, which is the biggest problem the Panthers have because even if you have a good owner, sorry, even if you have a good coach and you have an owner who's meddling, it's going to like seriously mitigate yep. what that coach is able to do because the owner is forcing you to um, like accelerate your rebuild process, which is exactly what the Panthers did. Yeah, they, they they did. I mean, I, the the bigger problem really was just the falling in love with Matt Rule, and then, you know, he just wasn't the right guy. Now, if you could give uh, you could give a, the right coach a seven year deal and let him rebuild, but you know, even with the pieces that they had or didn't have over the last couple of years, they didn't ju- they just didn't get better within the course of a season. And last year, or two, two years ago to last year, they didn't get better. They won, I think they won the same number of games, right? They won the same number of games with an extra with an extra kick at it, and then this year they were trending towards maybe three wins. <laughs> extra kick, yeah. and they did. They they won. They had one extra game, and they still just won the five. Anyway, uh, again, I'm going to stand by the fact that I feel happy for Matt Rule that well, he no longer optimistic on a Monday. Fish, play golf, go to an arcade, sit in a coffee shop, read a book. You don't have to worry about the, that offense. And, again, my my fear is that what's good on that team 
will either be on the way down or... Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Basically a salary cap casualty by the time this team is good. They are in a very, very bad spot, I think. I think it's, 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 it's not a it's, it's a very unattractive job, I think. There's a lot of like interesting pieces across the board off with the job, but there's also like a ton of he said, like, like Christopher McCaffrey's. Ooh, you got Christopher McCaffrey, but it's a, it's not a great contract. And two years from now, is what is Christian McCaffrey? I mean, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. he's great. He might not be on the Panthers six weeks from now. Again, I've been saying. Actually, I, I actually was wrong. I did not think that his uh, contract was very tradable, but as it turns out, he is. You can trade him pretty good. Yeah, pretty look, he's awesome. <laughs> right now, he's awesome. If you can find a salary cap fit somewhere around the league, you should trade him. Because I think that if if a team feels like if you're Minnesota, well, Kevin's only like nine million dollars this year. The problem is it balloons up to twenty million over the next two years, and then fifteen million, and you can cut him in like basically you cut him after this uh, season, and basically have no like real ramifications in terms or, of or restructure it. Heck, send him to Denver. Although I wouldn't want to, if I were Christian McCaffrey, I wouldn't want to go to Denver, even though he's from there, because that offense is trash. We're going to talk about that offense. Uh, in a little bit. Somebody tweeted to me. <laughs> so who's on the short list to replace Matt Rule? <laughs> like this is not a college gig, man. We don't we don't have that right away. Uh, uh, yeah. uh do, do you do you have any ideas who would be on the short list? Uh Ken Dorsey is uh certainly the white offensive coordinator du jour. <laughs> yeah. I think look Demika Ryans, whose defense just stomped the Panthers yesterday. Dynamite. Uh, I mean, you know, David Tepper watched. I mean, that was a. I'm not saying Tamika Ryan's got Matt Rule fired, but it was the it was the breaking point. I mean, um, don't you like an offensive coach at some point? I'm just I'm just I'm just telling you, he's definitely right. going to be on the list. Uh, he should um, be. Shane Stitchin, who's the uh, Eagles' offensive coordinator, you've seen how well the uh, the you know, Jalen Hurts has played and, and how, how good the Eagles yep. has looked. Um, he'll be on that list. Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich, Eric Bieniemy. Here's the thing about Ken Dorsey's definitely on the list too. Yeah, I know he's going to be on the list. Steve Wilkes is technically on the list. I bless Steve Wilkes' heart over the next however many games, the 17 games. Ryan Wilkes has claimed on our on our emergency pod that Steve Wilkes could go 12 and 0 the rest of the way and not get the job. It's possible. I should have should have told him to get a tattoo if he did. <laughs> get the, a tattoo of Steve Wilkes' face right, right on his uh, on his neck. <laughs> a neck tattoo of of Steve Wilkes' face. Uh, look, all of these all of these coaches are uh, are you know more than qualified to to take a job like this. I just don't know how attractive uh, the whole thing is. But uh, D'Amico Ryan's is very very interesting, and their defense. Really quick about the Forty ers their offense only has to be good enough to be. Maybe the best team in the NFC. Oh, here's the other thing I wanted to get to because you mentioned uh, Dan Quinn should be on that list. Or list too. Oh, that, that that that's fair. I mean, I see. Don't you see him going to Seattle when Pete Carroll is done? 
Uh, Pete Carroll's going to win the division and, and get an extension. Gosh. They're not going to win the division. Right. Yeah, I mean, sure. Uh, you, by the way, the Colts probably could. Probably won't. The probably Colts won't. might win the NFC South at sure. eight, eight, and one. Think about that. That'll be fantastic at eight, eight, and one to win the NFC South. Um, what the Eagles are doing offensively, I wonder if this is going to be the model for NFL teams going forward. All you can do is work with what you have. And the the quarterbacks coming out of college, basically, more more of them look and play like Jalen Hurts than play like Kenny Pickett. We have no idea what the what the future of Kenny Pickett is. I'd like to think it's going to be bright, but more of them play like Jalen Hurts or Lamar Jackson uh, or heck, Josh Allen than. Um, then Kenny Pickett, then, then, and then Tom Brady. So that type of an offense, which utilizes the quarterback's ability to run, I think that's the future, whether we like it or not. At, yeah, absolutely. I think it's been the future. I think you, you want to have that uh, component as part of your quarterback because you want to be able to maximize your you know ability to you know, to escape pressure, to, uh, you know, open up the playbook, to create different ways that you can attack defenses and, and having a running quarterback, especially with the way that these, you know, most of these kids coming out of college run, um, regardless of the program, you want to have that ability. Look, I, whether you utilize the quarterback's legs or, uh, you know, for long-term or not. All right, we're going to pick up this conversation on the other side. I am Adam Gold, V to the Victoria, producing this program on Friday. Place your bets. You are not here, Victoria. No. I, I I do hear it on good authority that you went two and zero. Oh, I did uh, in the uh, in the video challenge with Joe Gillio. Yes, and, and he went zero oh and two, oh baby. Oh my gosh! Let's go. Route. It was an absolute <laughs> route. Uh, m- one of my uh, one of my winning wagers. I nearly had a an awesome Friday. Yes. Uh, a. San Francisco defensive or special teams touchdown at plus 550. Look at you go. I felt like that was a layup. <laughs> um, I won a soccer bet, and I was a Duke win away from uh, winning a four-team North Carolina ACC football parlay. But, of course, that's why it's so hard to win a parlay. Uh-huh. Uh, back to Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick 6 podcast moderator. Yeah, I f- plus five fifty. I thought the Panthers. That's a great price. Yeah, yeah. wow. I, mean, <laughs> I saw that. I went, oh, that's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like Matt Rule. Like Matt Rule is like five to one to be first coach fired before the season. He should have been like minus five thousand. Well, probably, but I actually thought that it wasn't going to be as absolutely blatantly obvious that it had to uh, that it had to end. And I thought that David Tepper was just going to let him coach out the year because honestly, what good is served that this team's not going to improve probably not uh with an interim coach although maybe good luck to steve wilkes but i just figured he'd well, let him know, coach a out a lot the of year. times what, what, what these owners will do is wait till they've got a like an easier matchup to fire so right. i thought he might let him coach against the rams and the bucks which you think you're probably going to get to one and six and then you fire him after that and then maybe steve wilkes steals a victory against the falcons but right it's also i mean Look, it's I, again. I wouldn't really. It's a mercy like, firing. It's a what? It's a mercy firing. Yes, exactly. And uh, I think it's also like David Tepper's been itching. He wanted to fire Matt Rule last off season, and his and his contract probably prevented him from doing that. I, I think he's David Tepper is going to be a short 
you know, leash type of guy yeah. with, a, with a quick, quick fuse, short leash. And that's another reason why it's going to be tough to find somebody who wants to come in and take this job. Well, that, that is, that is very true Two uh, two quarterback uh, notes here before we continue on. And we're going to talk more quarterbacks. Uh, one, Devin Leary day to day. Dave Doran said today could be out a week, uh, could play against Syracuse, could be six weeks. I'm going to say he's not playing against Syracuse. I'm just going to go out on a limb, say he's probably not going to be back against Syracuse, but no structural damage. That's good uh, because, well, they're probably not beating good teams with Jack Chambers as quarterback. And the other one is the Baker Mayfield high ankle sprain. So it almost looks like we're going to see the P.J. Uh, Walker experience. I almost called him P.J. Tucker, which I would submit is a better option than P.J. Walker, but P.J. Walker likely to start. Or what? Let's let Matt Carroll go. All right, never mind. Let me ask you this. He's out for the year, right? Uh, What, Matt Carroll? Matt Corral. Matt Corral? Yeah. Is he out for the year, too? Yeah, he's yeah he's done. He's had list record or something. Oh, that's right. I, I, yeah, everybody's hurt. Sam Darnold's hurt. Play. Everybody's hurt. I'm it's just, just P.J. Walker. I'm I'm available. Available. I mean, I, maybe, maybe they need a – there's always a backup they could go sign. Well, they're going to have to now, right? All right, so let, let me ask you uh, this question. And I said this, watching the Bengals and Dolphins on Thursday night a week ago, that I didn't understand why nobody was talking about the way Tua was flung to the ground. And that, like, wait a second, why isn't this an issue? I understand we had the concussion the week before, so that's the that's the story. But why isn't anybody talking about how he was tackled? And that, so I, I legitimately said, I wish I remembered where in the show. It's not that important, but I said if that happened to Tom Brady, I guarantee you it's a penalty. I swear I said that. I think he did. And well, here we go. It happened to Tom Brady. It was a penalty. Probably didn't deserve a penalty. I don't know if it deserved. Maybe no, it did. No, no, it did not deserve a penalty. That was a that was a phantom rogue roughing the passer call that completely affected the game. And uh, Jerome Berger continues to be one of the worst people at his respective jobs in the entire country. And so we also didn't worry about Tom Brady's little uh, scissor kick to the Jarrett's, right? right? To the Jarrett's. I don't know. It's Grady yeah. Jarrett. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, so, so you got me with that one. I, by, I, by the way, I should point out that um, I mean, you know, the one name that we haven't floated for this Panthers job that you know could make sense. Although I don't know if you know uh, if, if, if David Tipper wants to go back to the college ranks. God no. But there's a pretty successful. Don't say Urban Meyer, South Carolina. Steve Spurrier. No. I mean, what about what about what about Dabo Sweeney? I mean, like you know, no, I just wins. no, 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 no. Why yeah. not just go, you got to go get him? I mean, yeah. look, no. you know, he's probably tired of being a Clemson. He sees the nah. Panthers are paying a bunch of money. He's making it. He can't make more money with the Panthers than he makes the Clemson. Dabo, Dabo to Carolina. How about that? Takes a pay, he has to take a pay cut. 
uh, Let's look, get that trending. I'm sure people will kick the tires on Dabo Sweeney, but why would he ever leave Clemson? He just wants to ever. work. He's tired. He's just, you know, same old rigmarole down there, you know? Yeah, it's the same old, same Back old. the rock, running down the hill, blah, blah, blah. blah. Go, go, go live a little, Dabo. Go coach the Panthers. Felt bad Your for... Felt bad for Grady Jarrett. All right. Are the Giants good? Or are the Giants uh, yeah, just good. okay but welcome? They're good. They're not great. But they're like, they're they're an example of like good head coaching. Like yep. Brian Dable is a great head coach. He gets the most of his players. Um, his his players love him. He's he's like a no-nonsense, no-excuses guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, very much blue-collar and has gotten, you know, motivated this team to play extremely hard for him. And they made some nice offseason moves. Joe Shane looks like a, a, a smart GM. I mean, this is a, a team that is potentially turning around the franchise much more quickly than I think they thought they would. The question will become what to do with Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones this offseason. Well, Daniel Jones played a pretty good game yesterday at Tottenham. Maybe maybe he should uh, go like sign with I don't know Leeds Hotspur. You could sign with I'm Leeds Hotspur. United. You say, you Make, say the Hotspur? I can never get it right. Tottenham Hotspur. Yes, Tottenham. you don't say like the Spur, you don't no, say Spurs. No, it's Spurs. It's just Hotspur. Spurs. You don't call them the Spurs. It's just Spurs. Tries so uh, weird. <laughs> Hotspur. Uh, yes. Uh, look, there's not a lot of scoring goes on uh, for Spurs games, so. Uh, good for uh, good for the Giants to put what twenty seven on the board against the Packers. I don't know how much of that was the Giants and how much of that was the Packers second half no show because they were in good shape. Yeah, they, in they, the first they had that game under control and just completely melted. We're we're not in any way wondering is Matt Lafleur maybe not the as good as we thought oh. he was. No. Oh. No, okay, I am. That's fine. That's just me. Um, I mean, he's be- he benefits greatly from the system, the system like that he was dropped into. But he picked a very good head coaching job. Oh yeah, convinced, convinced oh. the Packers to hire him for the head coaching job has been won thirteen games, three straight years. I think. I mean, he's a he's a very good head coach. Will the the jury will be out until his quarterback is not Aaron Rodgers? And it's also fair to say that maybe Rodgers isn't playing all that well. Although I don't see it's entirely up to him. Uh, they have offensive line issues, although they're getting healthier. They obviously the wide clearly have wide receiver issues. Yeah, too. the I wide receivers are not what they used to, and Aaron's not able to make. Like I thought, you know, Alan Lazard or whoever else is there, he's not able to make them one and a one and a two. All right, so the Giants are four and one. They're already saying that the NFC East is the best division in the entire NFL. Maybe it is because the Giants are four and one. The Eagles are five and zero. Oh, and I'm not sure that the Dallas Cowboys aren't trending towards being one of the best, I don't know, three or four teams in the entire league anyway. Um, is is that a fictitious statement, or is there truth to the fact that the NFC East might be the best division in football? Uh, I don't think it's the best division in football, but... What's better? Well, I mean, te- technically it's the best division in football by the record. Um, let's say that I have the AFC West and you okay. have the NFC East, and it's a loser leaves town match. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta put down your headset and get out of dodge if you, right. if you, uh, and whoever has the best record between the four teams being matched up, I, I will, I will still take the AFC West. See, I, I'll take the NFC East for this reason. Not if your job's on the line. Yeah, no. I'll, here's why I take the NFC East. I'm not sold on anybody but the Chiefs in the West. Right, but if the Chiefs beat the Eagles, right, the Cowboys versus the Chargers, and the Giants versus the Broncos, yeah. Maybe Raiders. <laughs> um, I, I think the 
I think the Chargers are not sure. We know talented, but the Raiders are. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not rooting against Josh McDaniel, but I ain't rooting for him. And I think the Broncos are an absolute mess, and I think it's fair to wonder if Russell Wilson is going to steal money over the next however many That's years that contract lasts. But I will still take um, the uh, I will still take the Broncos over the Washington football team. Yeah, but I think it's closer than I think that that would be a heck of a football game. The the Washington uh, the Commandos and the Broncos. It would, be a, it would be a game, yeah. The Commandos versus the Broncos. I think that would be a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal game. All right. <laughs> uh, final thing, because we'll, we'll we'll stay in the NFC East, Will Brinson. Cowboys do look like they're for real. They can. I mean, Dak Prescott may come back this week. They've threatened it for what two weeks now. Um, but I would keep him out as until the he's absolutely a hundred percent. Because Cooper Rush can manage the game enough. Yes. And I think that the Rams, are they, like, in trouble? Like, not make the playoffs trouble? Um. Yeah, sure. They, they, could, they could miss the playoffs. The offensive line is really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Stafford looks... And he's hurt. Like, most quarterbacks, looks a lot worse when he's under extreme duress. Yeah. I mean, bad the quarterbacks with bad offensive lines usually are not very good. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the like it's not like a hard thing to figure out. Like if your offensive line is playing, if you have a bottom ten offensive line in the league, you're not playing like a top ten quarterback in the league. It's just not possible because you can't protect long enough to get throws off. I mean, Matt, Matt Savage constantly under pressure. They needed a number two. Um, that's a number two wide receiver that showed up in the. Uh, in the Super Bowl, when Odell Beckham got hurt, and Tyler Higby's seen a lot of volume, and Ben Skoranek is is nice and all that, and Allen Robinson just hasn't been what they hoped he would be. They need right. that true number two, and they need a better offensive line. Like that's just those are just the problems with the with the Rams right now. And I think if you improve the offensive line, or if the offensive line get improves, then maybe you have a chance to to turn things around. I also think you look at the losses. Um, you know, the the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Forty ers Those are probably all playoff teams. And all teams with very good defenses, uh, you know, that's really the concern is an elite pass rush can really disrupt the Rams. There's no question about it. And, again, Stafford might be also physically compromised, uh, having started the season with a little bit of an elbow issue. I think there's something to that. I Mm -hmm. I got flack on the podcast for, quote-unquote, making excuses when I brought that up. But I I really do think It's not an excuse. I mean, injuries are a reality. Baker Mayfield's high ankle sprain is going to keep him out a few weeks. Uh, That's... That's a re- it's just a reality, and and if it suffered, if it happened during the game, maybe that's the reason why he over where he air why double clutched and airmailed Christian McCaffrey. But um, look, we've got seventeen weeks of this left. <laughs> Not seventeen, twelve. It's be a long, well, yeah, it's gonna be a long season. Seventeen, man. including the uh, the playoffs. Will Brinson, we'll talk to you next Monday, my man. All right, man, sounds good. This is the Adam Gold Show.